Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Lucas. And we are two aspiring filmmakers making unnecessary commentary on famous movies. Each week, we will randomly select a film to analyze, discuss, and review. We will select the film at the end of each podcast, so you will have ample time to watch the movie before the next episode. We are slightly qualified film students. Hello, everybody. Welcome Welcome to a special episode. Yes, welcome to our special episode of Slightly Qualified Film Students. This is uh, our Academy Award nomination uh, prediction and live reaction. Yep. So... Yeah, we we have, we've made all our predictions for uh, pretty much all of the categories mm-hmm. that the, at the Oscars, and then in a few minutes we're gonna read our predictions and then go and look at the actual nominations. Just give some quick commentary, what we think is an absolute robbery, uh, what we think they got wrong, what we think they got right that kind of stuff um because at the end of the day we are the most qualified uh source for your totally 100 percent. um yeah (laughs) and ben and i uh over the course of the last few months we've been watching as many films as we possibly could um that are you know have a chance of getting nominated yeah yeah and uh, I think the only film that neither of us have seen so far that may uh, get a few nominations is The Father, and that is purely because yeah. it hasn't really been released to the general public yet. But um, yeah, we we can kind of take what's been happening with it at other award shows and use that to predict. Yes, uh, and what's going to happen at the Oscars? We're going to do another. Um, episode like this when the actual oscar ceremony happens uh which is in april so we will make sure to watch the father prior to the ceremony but other than that does it have a release date yeah it's supposed to come out march 26 so okay um we should be able to watch watch it yep yeah um but for now i think we should start this off by we're gonna give like our top 10 films of the year and I think this is just good so you guys can see what movies we like, what movies we're biased towards, what movies we don't want to see get nominated, yeah. all that stuff. Um, so let's start off with some honorable mentions right off the bat. Um, ben, do you have any you just want to... I have, I have like four films that I consider honorable mentions. Uh, okay. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. Um is my first honorable mention. I thought this film was... I thought it was, like, very good. Don't get me wrong. But I just... uh, It just didn't really crack the top ten just on purely because I just thought that the top ten films were either, like, more interesting or more entertaining. Yeah, I think it's worth the watch just for uh, Bozeman's performance. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I also have the new Fincher film, Mank as an honorable mention Mm -hmm. mostly just because i appreciate the technical aspects of it and then for other honorable mentions i have uh one night in miami um i i thought this film was kind of i don't know i I just thought it was very oscar baity um i would highly recommend people watch this film uh just because I think it has a lot of historical significance, and I think it's going to get a lot of noms. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but just as a film, um, it didn't really crack my top 10. And I, the last honorable mention I have is The Midnight Sky, uh, George Clooney's Ooh, I like, haven't seen that. new film. Yeah, I mean, I think it might actually get a few nominations for score because Alexander, yeah. Alexander Desplat did it. Right. A very, very well-respected Shape by of Water me. soundtrack. My all Grand Budapest Hotel, <laughs> The Imitation Game. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it also just has some really cool visual effects, and it's shot very well. The story's, like, a little weird, and I'm not going to lie, like, it's it's not going to get a Best Picture nom or anything or any of those categories, but I don't know. I just thought it was a cool film because it's got some cool visual effects. Right, uh, yeah. It's not my favorite, but I just thought it deserved a shout-out because it's not really going to get mentioned at award shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so I have a list of all the movies I watched this year from, like, 2020, and that is a total of 25 movies. Um, I am going to read off the bottom, like, 20 to 10, I mean, 20 to 11 before my top 10. Um, okay. The ones that are barely get, the ones that are just first of all the movies that are just not even close to the list. Uh, News of the World in twenty fifth place. I did not like that movie at all. Um, he didn't like it so much that I didn't even watch it. Yeah, I mean because I didn't want to waste my time with it. <laughs> I mean, technically speaking, okay, it's it's pretty good, decent cinematography, good costume design. The acting's okay, but it's just, like, not interesting at all. And I, w- I was making my list not as much about, like, which movie I thought was the most impressive and more just which movie I enjoyed watching the most. Oh, I, yeah, same I, that's, here. That's basically yeah. how I made this list. So, yeah, yeah, News of the World, Dead Bottom. Next is The Prom, which was, like, you know, it was entertaining enough, but just not, like, very interesting in my opinion. Kind of dull. Um but it looked okay, and it was kind of funny, but not great film overall. Next was Borat 2. I actually enjoyed this. This is when we're starting to get into films that I actually enjoyed. Borat 2 was fun. Um, it was enjoyable. Had some great political satire, but, uh, but just not as good as the Borat first one. Too. <laughs> it's not as good <laughs> as the first Borat. It really isn't. Um, yeah. And then Mank. Uh, Mank was fine, but just not entertaining. There were a couple moments, but other than that, other than the technical side, like you said, just not that great of a movie, in my opinion. Um, and then finally, before I get into my 10 honorable mentions, we have On the Rocks, which almost made it. On the Rocks, oh. Bill Murray's new movie, A24, yeah. Rashida Jones. I actually really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was very funny. I thought it was a good uh, indie comedy. Um, and it's Sofia Ca- uh, Coppola, so... You know, it had a very, like, snippet of life kind of feel to it, and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so going on to my actual honorable mentions here, my ten honorable mentions from order of least to closest to the top ten. Uh, we have in 20th place, Tenet. Okay, new Christopher Nolan movie. I enjoyed Tenet. I did, but I just It was kind of confusing. It was <laughs> very confusing. I was having a rough time, a tough time, um, like, following it. I thought that it kind of felt to me like just almost a Walmart version of Inception. Um, yeah. The, on a technical level, this film is astounding. The visual effects are crazy. 
and all of the action sequences are mind-boggling to watch. But the story, the actual concept, it just didn't have me, and I was a little disappointed for a Christopher Nolan movie. Um, okay, and then 19th, we have First Cow. I know you really like this movie. I but like for this me, movie a lot. Personal, personally, I mean, technically, I think it's a really cool movie, but I just wasn't very entertained watching it. I, like, was really bored watching it, honestly. Um, but I really, really, really liked the ending. And therefore, it yeah. uh, made it into the honorable mentions for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, 18th place, we have The King of Staten Island, Pete Davidson's new movie with Judd Apatow. I found this movie insanely hilarious. It was super entertaining. Um, honestly, just a really fun watch. Good, good film and a good mix of dark comedy and dramedy. It actually had some nice elements of drama and Pete Davidson gave nice. a pretty solid performance. Um, then we have Pieces of a Woman, which is Vanessa Kirby, Shia LaBeouf, uh, new Netflix film. It The first 30 minutes alone are some of the greatest things I saw all year long. Um, not just on a technical aspect, the one take scene is absolutely breathtaking to witness. The acting is superb, but after that, it kind of draws off and mm, just, it's, it's not that great afterwards. So, you know, I would recommend everyone to watch the first 30 minutes of this film. And if you want to keep watching, keep watching. If not, eh, it's all good. Um, yeah okay yeah moving on to 16 i have soul pixar's new movie i really enjoyed this movie it is a new kind of take on the animation genre it's a much more mature film tackling some pretty heavy hitting themes um talking about death talking about the afterlife all that stuff in a very like dark mannered uh animated film and it's you know it's i really enjoyed it because not many pixar films uh, well, Pixar is always great, but not many animated films come out that are like, you, you watch them and you're like, was that really made for kids? And Soul was one of those right. films for me. I can't imagine many kids watching that film and enjoying it because it is very mature, uh, in my opinion. I mean, it's still PG, but like the themes itself, I, I can't see this being very entertaining for a young child, which makes it much more entertaining for me, in my opinion. Uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, moving on to One Night in Miami. This was... On a acting standpoint, a fantastic film, but on yeah. like an entertainment value, uh, I was entertained for the first like 30 minutes and then I kind of started losing it. I felt like it was kind of repeating itself. It looked really nice um, and the acting was solid and that's why it's on yeah. this list. Devil All the Time is coming in on 14th place. This one might shock some people because it really is getting no... Uh, awards buzz at all but the devil all the time was netflix's 2020 film with tom holland robert pattinson um and bill skarsgård i loved this movie it was so entertaining i was thrilled for the entire like two hour and 30 runtime i was like really entertained um yes i know it has some story issues some plot holes but the acting was superb it was super entertaining and actually it had some really great cinematography um and once again, this isn't like this is how much I enjoyed the movie, and I really enjoyed the devil all the time. Um, yeah, and then the last few we got Palm Springs, Andy Samberg's uh, film. I, I Palm Springs was the best comedy of the year in my opinion, um, besides the film that's in my top ten. But it it was a fantastic comedy. 
Um, I'm really glad it won the Critics' Choice Best Comedy Award. Uh, it got snubbed at the Golden Globe, but great film, great concept. Overall, just super fun watch. In 12th place, we have Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, which this is when we get really close to all the films that almost made it into the top 10. Never Rarely, Sometimes Always uh, was a fantastic indie film this year um, with stellar performances and just a overall great story. It was very entertaining to watch and it was just like brutally honest and I loved that. Mm. And then finally, we have The Gentleman in 11th. The Gentleman was Guy Ritchie's new film that came out oh, in damn. January of 2020. And yeah, everyone kind forgot of forgot about, about it. Everyone <laughs> kind of forgot about it. Um, yeah. The th- this, is, this was a fantastic film. And the fact that it got no like Golden Globe nominations for Best Comedy or Musical, you know, because it was the best one. Like, it, uh, Hugh Grant could have easily won Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical. But everyone forgot about it because it came out in January. I think this was actually the last film I saw in the movie theaters. Um, Damn. It was a great film. Super funny. I think, uh, I've seen I it think twice. the last film I saw in theaters was Joker. <laughs> wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, The Gentleman is coming in. And then, yeah, we're moving on to our top ten. So uh, let's let's go one by one for each of us. So what was your tenth top ten Film. Okay, in tenth place, I had *The Five Bloods*. Uh, okay, I thought okay. this film was very entertaining, uh, and I definitely it was unexpected how like intense this film got. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I really liked the use of four three and you know switching aspect ratios. I thought that was a cool touch. Uh, I thought the performances were great. I really hope Delroy Lindo gets a nom today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and overall, I thought that this film uh, had some very funny moments, had some very sad moments, had some great action scenes. I just thought it was like a step above all my honorable mentions just because it was able to get me to laugh and, you know, it, it got intense. And I, I don't know. I just thought overall it was a pretty, pretty solid film. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just didn't really feel as connected to it as the films above it. So it's just barely making it onto my top 10. Okay. Uh, my 10th place film is Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. It just made the top 10 here. Um, and purely because I don't know, I was really entertained by this film. It was nice and short. Didn't go on too long. Um, some just stellar performances by Viola Davis and Chadwick Boseman and an overall great ensemble performance. And I just found it really entertaining to watch. I had fun watching it and it had like some nice dramatic turns. Yeah. That's my 10th place movie. Uh, okay. In ninth place, I have a foreign language film called Quo Vadis Ida, which is basically about these, uh, it's it's set in Bosnia, um, which is a country in the in the like South Europe, uh, like what well, that was once part of Yugoslavia, and basically mm-hmm. it's just about these people and their town gets occupied by like Serbian rebels, uh, and it's just a very harsh dramatic like war movie pretty much about these people trying to 
uh, survive in their town being occupied by foreign troops. Uh, I don't know. I thought it was very intense. I thought the performances were great, even though it's in Bosnian. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. It was just a very thrilling uh, and honestly heart-wrenching film because it's based off of real events, even if it's not a documentary. Right. Uh, And yeah, I just thought it was a great, like, intense uh, foreign film. Definitely my favorite foreign film of the year. Uh, oh, I forgot to give an honorable mention to Another Round, because that film was hilarious, and I loved it. Uh, <laughs> but it didn't crack the top ten. Yeah, okay, my ninth place is The Trial of the Chicago 7. Um, this was overall, like, a very entertaining film. I was captivated the entire time. Um like, when I'm watching a movie and I'm, like, genuinely, like, into it, I'm on the edge of my seat and I'm, like, you know, really hating on some characters and, you know, really supporting some characters, it felt like I was, like, actually watching the trial occur. And it was, you know, just a fun film to watch. And one of the greatest ensemble performance of the year. So many great performances, great cast. Um, yeah, ninth place, Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah, okay. In eighth place, I have a film I watched last night, Promising Young Woman. Uh, I really, really liked this film. I thought that it was shot very well. I thought the performances were amazing. Uh, And I just really loved the concept. I thought it was very, like, uh, different from all the other films I saw this year. Maybe it's just because I just watched it last night. It's fresh. Mm -hmm. Um but but I really liked it, um, and I, I definitely think it's going to get a few noms. Uh, I, I, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, my eighth place is Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, mm. This one, I was like going back and forth between it and Trial, but ultimately I put Judas above the Trial of Chicago 7 purely because I think it's shot much better. Um, great tracking shots, great cinematography, and I mean, Daniel Kaluuya's performance is absolutely thrilling. And that like f- the final 10 minutes of this film is just so good. Yeah, uh, I really like this movie. It was one of the best shot films of the year, in my opinion. Great performances all around. And yeah, just a really thrilling watch. Yeah, eighth place to some yeah. Black Messiah. Uh, okay, seventh place, I have Nomadland. Uh, the, the Chloe Zhao film. I thought Frances McDormand gave one of the best performances of the year. Um, and this was just a very down-to-earth, real look at some real people and a real lifestyle. And I really appreciate it uh, for that. And I really appreciate it just for how real it is. It almost feels like you're watching a documentary at some points. Uh and I just really loved uh, pretty much all the performances. Like, I just thought that these were such sweet, uh, mm-hmm. sweet characters. And I just I got emotionally invested in them. Uh, and this, def- this film definitely made me emotional. Uh, I just think that it was on a little bit of the boring side. Just due to how many scenes are just of, like, Francis McDormand eating Cheerios or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... 
it's not a long film, uh, but just due to how real it is, I, there are some slower sections, uh, just kind of about her living, and it, it, I just thought it was a little bit boring, but I definitely think it's one of the favorites for Best Picture this year, uh, Best Director, uh, and Best Actress, so uh, yeah, it's number seven. Okay. Uh, yeah, my number seventh is The Five Bloods. Uh, this movie, I loved it. Um, it may have not been as solid in its screenplay as maybe Trial or even Judas, but, um, on an entertainment standpoint, I loved this movie so much. Yeah. I had so much fun watching it. I went into it thinking I was going to watch like a buddy comedy, old man buddy comedy, like about some guys going back to Vietnam with some like harsh flashbacks but the film takes a turn halfway through that i was not expecting and it gets really intense and i loved it delroy lindo gives in my opinion one of the best performances of the year and yeah i i love this movie and once again nice to see chadwick boseman in a film this year nice uh okay at number six i have trial of the chicago seven uh, I thought this film, uh, Aaron Sorkin is a great screenwriter, uh, and it turns out he's a pretty awesome director too. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, this film is, I, I really just love the editing. I love the way they piece together all the different stories with the actual trial. It, it just makes this film that much more entertaining. Uh, and like Lucas said, th- this film was just very entertaining. I was, my eyes were glued to the screen the whole time. There really were no slow moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just loved all the characters. I thought Sasha Baron Cohen gave one of the best supporting uh, performances of the year. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I hate that judge. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, my number six is Sound of Metal. Uh, Riz Ahmed's yes. film. I love it. Oh, I really enjoyed this movie. I mean, the sound design in itself is just so great and keeps you so, like, into the film. Riz Ahmed gives a fantastic performance, but on top of that, I think Paul Racy gives yes one of yes. the best supporting actor uh, performances yes. this year. And if it wasn't for Daniel Kaluuya, I would definitely be wanting Paul Racy to win that award. Um, yeah, same. Yeah, this film, it's it's definitely a slower film. It's definitely not as, like, in-your-face as the other films this year, but I still found it super entertaining through the great dialogue, um, the like, just the great concept, the sound design, the acting, and overall, I just was very, like, emotionally involved in this movie. Uh, yeah, great film, Sound of Metal, number six. Nice. Uh, okay, at my number five spot, I have Minari, um, Lee Isaac Chung film. I thought Steven Yeun gave in it a very, very strong performance. Uh, this, this film was just so heartwarming and also heartbreaking. Um, and I just, I, I really appreciate the simple nature of the film. It's really just about this family, uh, and really what it means to, it's really just about the American dream, you know? I know it's been said everywhere, but there's just this family that wants to start a new life, so they they move to Arkansas, and it's it's just very sweet. 
I, I thought the screenplay was amazing. I thought the score was really good. And I thought the cinematography, there's so much green bokeh in this film. <laughs> like, I, I thought it was really strong too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really didn't find it. It's not necessarily as entertaining as some of the other films on here. Um, but I mean, the ending just made me cry a lot. So, yeah, fifth place. Okay, yeah. In fifth place, I also had Minari. Um, nice. Our first agreement. Yeah. This was... Oh, I think I like how you said it. it's a sweet film. This was a very sweet film, full of yeah. heart. Uh, Alan Kim is, is so adorable. Um, I know. Best child you... actor of all time. <laughs> uh, and you... his sister. Yeah. They, they had both good really child good. actors. Uh, Ye Jung Yoon, who played the grandma, is oh, fantastic, and not. I want her to win Best Supporting Actress. Same. Um, she gave such a good performance, and yes, even Yoon, and uh, oh, I don't know what her name is, but the wife, um, they were fantastic together, they had great chemistry, and their argument scenes yeah. were really great, and yeah, it just, it felt like it captured like a family life um really well and i really enjoyed this movie so yeah fifth place yeah uh fourth place i have first cow um i know it didn't rank as high for lucas but this is just my bread and butter uh indie (laughs) film i i really just think the story is just so like it's so simple and it might be on the slower side but like i don't know i just like the, the, the way this film is shot I really love the cinematography, uh, and I like the screenplay. I think it uh, was one of the better um, screenplays uh, for original uh, of the year. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that the performances are okay, but really this, this film just was my favorite indie film of the year. It just it just gave me such good vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it's like a a nice movie it's it's not very intense it's it's just kind of a film i could put on and just just appreciate uh yeah fourth place first cow okay yeah uh my fourth place is a film that didn't make ben's uh top 10 another round yeah i i loved this movie so much um <laughs> i don't know why to be honest but when i watched this film i was just so into it i enjoyed it so much mads mickelson is fantastic um and you know we've said before my favorite genre is a dark comedy and this is like a dark comedy it is a great example of you know balancing out this like funny story with some just very dark themes about you know four guys going through a midlife crisis um yeah and I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was actually shot really nice. There's also a lot of like deep stuff going on with the director when he made this movie. Um, and I'm really hoping it wins Best International Film. Uh, yeah, I love this movie. I think movie it's nice that so we much. both had one international film on our top 10. Yeah. So yeah. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so now top three. Uh, in third place, I have Sound of Metal. I just really love this film. I I really like... I, I mean, I love Chadwick Boseman's performance uh, in Ma Rainey, but I think that Riz Ahmed deserves 
to have some credit. Uh, his performance is just captivating. This, this film's very dramatic, but I really love it. As you're saying, Paul Racy's amazing. Uh, and I just, it, I feel for this character so much. His whole world is just taken away from him. Uh, and he has to rebuild it from nothing. And I just think it's such a heartwarming journey with all the uh, the kids that he ends up kind of befriending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, you know, he gets his hearing back, but it's not what it once was. And at first he he's pissed because he's like, he thought he would be able to hear again. But then he kind of just at the end comes to accept it. Yeah, uh, it's a really impactful ending. Yeah, I really love the ending. I thought it was shot really well. And obviously the sound design is immaculate. Yeah, third place. Okay, uh, my third place film is Promising Young Woman. I have seen this film twice already. Um, I loved this movie so much. I thought it was the most original film I'd seen this year, um, just on originality standpoint. And really, this film was almost perfect to me until the last 10 minutes, in which I felt like the ending was just a little rushed, in my opinion. Um but yeah, this this film, I thought the costumes, the set decoration were crazy good. The colors used in this film were a great contrast to the dark themes that were happening in the film. And once again, just a fantastic dark comedy to come out this year. Um, yeah, and I'm expecting to get to get a lot of nods today. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, at my number two spot, I have Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, if it weren't for the number one spot being such a mind-blowing, awesome film, this would have easily been my favorite. Uh, first of all, I think the score and the soundtrack is the best of this year. Um, I absolutely love Quelle Chris and Chris Keys. They are two of my favorite artists, and they did a lot of songs for this film. Um, and I also think that the score is really powerful, too. Uh, I think the cinematography is uh, the best of the year, in my opinion. Uh, Although, to be fair, I haven't seen News of the World, which I know is a favorite for that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I really just thought that this film toyed with my emotions a lot because I really understood where Willie or or Bill O'Neill was coming from. I understood, like, his position, but at the same time, you know, he's doing some pretty messed up stuff, so... And also just the fact that this is based off a true story and they're able to make such an entertaining film out of it. Like, I'm, I'm not going to lie that the middle, the act two is has some slower moments. Uh, but yeah. I mean, the ending just kind of makes up for it because it is just intense and heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I really love this film a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um... Okay, my second place spot, this was bouncing back and forth in first place and second place pretty much since I watched it. But yeah, ended up in second place. We have Nomadland. Um, This film just took an emotional toll on me. I haven't watched a film in a long time that I've just been so emotionally involved with. Honestly, I know it's a slow movie, but I, I, I found it entertaining throughout. I was never bored watching this movie, which is weird because I went into this film thinking I was going to be bored quite a bit. Um, 
it Francis McDormand is fantastic. The I, I honestly think this film is so beautiful to look at. It's just the locations they chose filming this film mostly between like the sunset time and the sunrise time, you get you get this beautiful like purple sky. It's just such like an impactful movie in my opinion. I'm I'm glad it's getting so many nominations this year because it is a super indie film and it's, you know, unusual for films like this to get such great Oscar buzz and I'm super happy about that. And yeah, this was almost my favorite film of the year. Yeah. So Lucas and I share the same number one film uh from this year and it is Charlie Kaufman's new film, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Right? It's your favorite, right? Yeah, it's my favorite. Yeah, and, and we uh, actually landed on this film yes. to review and discuss next week. Which is crazy. Uh, which people is crazy. Are gonna think, people are going to think the wheel's rigged. It's not rigged. It's not uh, rigged, and we swear. This film is about to get absolutely snubbed. Not that it really had a chance in the first place, uh, but... I, I mean, I just, I think that this film transcends 2020, uh, and it's just so different and awesome. Yeah, I love Charlie I've Kaufman. I've never seen a I love film this in, like this. Ever, yeah, ever. It, it's really, there's nothing like it. it. It bends time, it bends reality. It it just plays with the narration, like, who who are we seeing this from the perspective of? Like, it's the most pretentious It's just movie a crazy ever. film. Oh, but yeah, it's awesome. so pretentious, and I yeah. love it. I don't want to talk about it too much, because we're going to do our review on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, we're going to do a review. Um, we're going to talk about this film for an hour and a half but, on yeah. Sunday, so... I'm thinking of yeah, Ending Things as number one for both of us of 2020. What a movie. And it's but, yeah, on Netflix. It's so on Netflix. Can watch Everyone it. should watch this movie. Although, exactly. probably only 50% of you are going to like it. Um, yeah. So... <laughs> I guess we should just get into it, right? Or should we yeah. take a quick break and then get into Let, it? Let's take a quick break and then yeah. we'll hop into it. Okay. Hello, we are back. Back at it. Um, and we're going to head into it right now. No, neither Ben or I have seen the nominations yet. They came out earlier today. Yeah, and we're recording now. We I have stayed off my social media. I haven't looked, so this is gonna be a genuine first reaction. Yeah, but we I have, have our predictions seen, ready. I don't know what's gonna happen. All right. Yeah. So, so basically, what we're gonna do is Ben and I are going to read our predictions, and then we're gonna read the nomination list. So best picture. N- um, yeah. Who uh, are you predicting? I have predicted, uh, in no particular order. Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Promising Young Woman, One Night in Miami, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Trial of the Chicago 7, Sound of Metal, Da Five Bloods, Mank, Minari, and Nomadland. Those are my 10 films. Some of those are more I want them than I actually think. Uh, Yeah. But we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah, okay, uh, so I'm going to read mine from most likely, in my opinion, to least likely. This my I did mine 10. the opposite. Got... <laughs> okay, well, uh, this is mine. Nomadland, Trials Chicago 7, Promising Young Woman, Mank, Minari, One Night in Miami, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, 
Judas and the Black Messiah, The Father, and Sound of Metal. Uh, with the last three, Judas, Father, and Sound of Metal, those are the ones that I feel like are snubbable, but we will see. Yeah. Uh, once again, haven't seen The Father yet, so yeah. So basically okay, the only them. difference between us was The Five Bloods and The Father, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Let's see. Okay, so let's read them. Here we go. Best picture. We have The Father. The Father. Damn. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and Judas and the Black Messiah. Let's in. go. That's hard. Next we have Mank, which okay. was predictable. Um, Minari is in. Okay. Nomadland. Okay, obviously. Promising Young Woman. Obviously. Sound of Metal is in! Let's Sound go! Sound of Metal oh is my God. in! That's yes. hype! That's so hype. Dude, so I'm, I'm, guessing the, I'm, I'm guessing the only one I got wrong was The Five Bloods. I feel like The Five Bloods... I'm all Bloods, correct so far. Yeah, I the feel The Trial like, of the Chicago 7. Yeah. And... That's it? That's it? One, what? two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Only eight! Only eight Best Picture noms! So, does that That's mean that One unusual. Night in Miami... One Night in Miami was not nominated. Or Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Or Ma Rainey's. Oh my oh. god. This is an what? upset. And I like it. Oh my god, they didn't they didn't like the play movies at all. I, I am Wait, agreeing with them. L- m- let me make sure this site is reputable because oh my god. It, I f- it has to be. That would be, be right? crazy. Dude, uh, that that's so hype. I Judas and the Black Messiah and Sound of Metal. Two of my fa- literally two of my top favorites. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Ma Rainey and One Night in Miami are not nominated. That's like, crazy. I would say I would say that's a snub, but I didn't they were both in my honorable mentions. So yeah, I don't I, mean, I personally don't think that's a snub. Although if you But the thing at, is best picture sometimes it can range from 8 films to 10 films. So yeah. you know they they only chose eight films this year, they didn't put in ten, which is kind I of I respect odd. that. Sound of Metal, you know and Judas sure. and the Black Messiah slipping in, and also De Five Bloods wasn't nominated, right? De Five Bloods was not nominated. And neither what kind of sad uh, about? Yeah, but also yeah. that means News of the World isn't in there. Yes, either. News of the World is not in, which I'm very <laughs> happy about. That's Let's hype. go. Um, I mean, I know that okay. Judas and Sound of Metal don't really have a chance. Uh, against yeah, Nomadland. But, but I'm glad they got a nomination. They got a nom. I'm especially glad about Sound of Metal because I really wasn't thinking it was going to get in. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. Okay, okay, actor in a leading role. Actor? Okay, uh, actor. Let what's me find your it. predictions? Okay, my predictions are pretty safe. Uh, I feel mm-hmm. like none of mine are really going to get upset, except maybe Delroy Lindo. So I'll start with that. Mm-hmm. I think Delroy Lindo, uh, Anthony Hopkins from The Father, Chadwick Boseman yep. from Ma Rainey's, Riz Ahmed from Sound of Metal, and Steven Yun from Minari. Uh, I think the only one that's going to get upset, I don't think Delroy Lindo's going to get it. I think Gary Oldman is probably yeah. going to get it, but I don't want him to. Okay. Yeah, I have Steven Yun, Minari, Gary Oldman, Mank, Riz Ahmed, Sound of Metal, Anthony Hopkins, The Father, and Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey. So uh, we have the exact yeah, same me, list, except, except I'm hoping Delroy for Lindo. Delroy. 
Dude, I'm hoping for Delroy too. I really want Delroy to get a nomination, but the way the season's been going so far, I just, I don't know. Gary um, Oldman is, yeah. Okay. But I also think Steven Yeun is snubbable in this category, so we're going to see. True. Um, Very Best snubbable. actor in a leading role. Let's read it. Okay. We okay. have Riz Ahmed, Sound of Man. Nice. Obviously. Nice. Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rain's Black okay. Bottom. Okay. Anthony Hopkins, The Father. Yeah. Gary Oldman, Mank. Damn. And Steven Yeun, Minari. I got five for five. Five for five. I see. I kind of. I knew, I thought that was gonna happen, but I just held on to some hope that Delroy Lindo could yeah, get a nom. It's sad. I don't know why. Of all the performances this year, they chose Delroy Lindo's to be like nah. I mean, it I was thought he such gave a, a much better performance. performance than Gary Oldman. Yeah, it was a fantastic performance. He had so much emotional drain on him. I, yeah, I have no clue why everyone just like ignored that performance this year. Yeah, but uh, right. okay, Director let's go back to actress, actress, actress All right. best actress. I feel this like this is my, a really hard category this year. I, I feel like my actress picks. Everywhere. I'm gonna go five for five. Okay, uh, you do that. All right. First, I have Frances McDormand. Uh, mm-hmm. From Nomadland. Then I have Carrie Mulligan from Promising Young Woman. I think Carrie Mulligan's going to win. Uh, yeah. Then I have Viola Davis from Ma mm-hmm. Rainey. And then I have Andra Day from The United States versus Billie Holiday just because of her upset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, And then I have Vanessa Kirby from Pieces of a Woman. Even though I haven't seen it or I haven't right. seen Billie Holiday, I just, I, from mm-hmm. the way it's been going, I think that they're going to get it. Yeah, I mean, this is the category that's going to be the craziest, in my opinion, because it's been different everywhere. Carrie Mulligan wins the Critics' Choice, doesn't get a BAFTA nomination. I mean, this is going to be a crazy category. Yeah. But yeah, for me, I'm I'm playing it safe, as well as you. Same nominations. Carrie Mulligan, Frances McDormand, Vanessa Kirby, Andre Day, and Viola Davis. Okay, but we, anything could we happen we both go here. five out of five, yeah. If I had my way... Okay. Uh... I don't know the actress's name, but who played uh, Stephen Yen's wife would get a nom. Yeah. honestly. <laughs> I mean, okay, actress but... in a leading role. Okay. okay. Ooh. Okay. What's What's gonna happen? Okay. Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay. That's in. Okay. Andre Day, United States versus Billie okay. Holiday. Two for two. So Vanessa far. Kirby, Pieces three of a Woman. Frances McDormand, Nomadland. Okay. And Carrie Mulligan, Promising right. Young Woman. We got five for five. Five for five. Nothing crazy. The Oscars Nothing played crazy it safe, happened. too. Hey, uh, you know what? Okay, that's fine. Is it Best I, Director? I was act? expecting something weird. Uh, yeah, let's do Best Director next, I think. Oh, no, Supporting Actor is next. Supporting Actor? Supporting okay. Actor. All right. Uh, I don't think... Actually, I made one uh, pick that I think is hopeful but we'll see mm-hmm. so i have chadwick moseman from da five bloods uh yeah. i think he's gonna get the double posthumous nomination uh yeah. i have daniel kalua from judas and the black messiah i think he's the easy choice to win this mm-hmm. um i have sasha baron cohen trial i have paul racy from sound of metal and then i'm shaking yeah. it up i'm going jared leto from the little things Wow, you're snubbing Leslie Odom Jr.? I'm snubbing him because... Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jared Leto could totally upset here. I, I'm, I can see I'm that I'm thinking happening. he will. He's a, he's I didn't a, like the little He's things, a wild but, card. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, okay, Best Supporting Actor. I have Daniel Kaluuya, Sasha Baron Cohen, Leslie Odom Jr., Paul Racy, and Chadwick Boseman. Honestly, I think if anyone's snubbable, it's Paul Racy or Chadwick Boseman. I really want Paul Racy in, but yeah. he didn't get the Golden Globe. So, you know, Fair we'll enough. see. Okay, right. actor in a sporting role. Let's read it. We got Sasha Baron Cohen, Charles Chicago 7. Easy. Daniel Kaluuya, Juice and Black Messiah. Easy. Leslie Odom Jr., One Nine Miami. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> um, Paul Racy, Sound of oh, Metal. He's okay. in. Nice. That's good. And we got... Whoa! Lakeith Stanfield for Judas <gasps> and the Black Messiah. Oh! That's so hype. Wait, he's supporting? I thought he yeah, was... Yeah, he's lead. a supporting actor? I totally thought he was lead. I literally, on our predictions... Uh, website where we made our predictions he was in the actor category maybe the academy just thought he that's crazy because i mean he yeah. was pretty shared screen time with daniel kaluuya okay that's actually well, so hype. honestly he deserves that nom so yeah. much more than uh, okay i don't want to say so much more okay, than chadwick yeah. boseman i love chadwick boseman sounds... but honestly i don't think chadwick boseman did a whole lot in defy bloods yeah um, and like keith stanfield gave such a great performance that's that's yeah that's awesome I mean, he, okay. he was just he, he he looked like he was about to cry constantly due to the stress like literally his facial expressions he just he looked so upset all the time he he was amazing yeah. okay uh, let's uh move on to what's next supporting, supporting actress. actress okay this one's weird this one's the, weird because it's also like the actress category been different everywhere and i haven't um, seen the father and olivia coleman is kind of the favorite and i haven't seen the yeah father, well so i don't know i think maria bakalova is the favorite now because she's been nominated everywhere unlike everyone right. else uh, um yeah yeah i have i pretty much only have one upset uh or like one wild card but i think that you jung yoon uh from minari is going to get a nom I think yep. Amanda Seyfried uh, from Mank is going to get a nom. Yep. Uh, Maria Baklova, Bakalova. Uh, yep. Olivia Coleman. Mm-hmm. And then here's my wild card. I think Dominique Fishback is going to get a nom. You uh, know, it's totally possible I now think it's that so Lucky possible got a nom. Because, because that means she they love gives, Judas. She, yeah, exactly. And she, I yeah. thought she gave an amazing performance even though she is like a very small role, uh, yeah. I just thought her speech, like the poetry she wrote, that monologue is mm-hmm. so good. Well, the fact um, that they gave Judas best picture and they gave Lakeith Stanfield a nod, it's very possible. They um, gave, so, yeah, so so far in every category Judas they is could have, good. Judas is doing amazing. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay, my best supporting, I played it more safe. I did Maria Bakalova, Yu Jung Yin. Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy, Amanda Seyfried, and Olivia Coleman. I do agree with you, though. If anyone's snubbable in this category, in my opinion, it's Glenn Close for I Hillbilly haven't Elegy. seen Hillbilly Elegy. So. I haven't either, so I do not... I'm not yeah, fully... Yeah, I've heard it's but, not yeah. very good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, actress in the supporting role. Let's see what happens. We have Maria Bakalova for Borat Subsequent Movie Film. Easy. Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy. Okay, okay. well... Okay, yeah. Olivia Coleman, the father. Okay. Amanda Seyfried, Mank. 
Please give me Yu Jung-yoon. Please. Yu Jung-yoon Minari. Okay. Okay. So I, got I was very optimistic there. for Dominique Fishback. She really didn't yeah. have a shot, but I was hoping, especially because I haven't seen Hillbilly Elegy, so I'm, I'm okay with that. At least Yu Jung-yoon okay. got the nod. At least Yu Jung-yoon got the nod. Okay, uh, Best Director is next. Okay, I played it. Ah, I actually, I don't know how safe I played it, because I really don't know what's going to happen with this category. Yeah. Uh, I have Chloe Zhao. I think she's the obvious choice. Yeah. And David Fincher also. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I have Lee Isaac Chung and yeah. Aaron Sorkin. And yeah. then, a little bit of a curveball, I have Spike Lee. Uh, oh, okay. For The Five Bloods. Just because I thought that okay. film needed that direction, you know? I feel like... His did. Yes. presence was very necessary for that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I have Chloe Zhao, obviously. This is the Chloe Zhao Award this year. Um, yep. Nice and easy. David Fincher, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. So, oh, and then yeah, I have Aaron enough. Sorkin and Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Okay. Honestly, I think if anyone is snubbable in this category, it's Aaron Sorkin. That's like I could see them thinking Trial is a screenplay and best picture, but thinking it's not as much director. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I I, th- I hope Spike Lee gets a nom because so far De Five Bloods has no noms. Yeah, I do too. Uh, um, and I don't really think it has a shot anywhere else uh, except cinematography. Uh, yeah, and editing maybe. Yeah. So let's okay. Help. We got. Oh, what? Thomas Vinterberg for another round. Really? Yeah, for best director. Damn, that you is an upset. Okay, I loved another round. Sure, I'll take it. Um, <laughs> That's an upset. Who? So I guess, damn, okay, who's next? Okay, let's read on. We got David Fincher, Mank. Yep. Okay. Lee Isaac Chung, Minari. Nice. Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. All right. And Emerald Fennell, Promising Young Woman. They snubbed Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, and they snubbed Spike Lee. I mean, well, yeah. Uh, like, for, I don't know. Another round, like, really? Like. Hey, I loved another round. I absolutely. I liked loved it, it, but don't get me wrong. But I don't know if they deserve it more than Spike Lee. Uh, okay. Yes, I think The Five Bloods was directed better, but I mean. They clearly just didn't like the five bloods. Yeah, fair enough, honestly. Uh, but Dude, I they guess... actually snubbed Aaron Sorkin. Wow. Yeah, I, was like I, I respect that. I respect that. Um, Although, I feel like that was a very well-directed film also. Yeah, it was. Okay, um, let's move on to cinematography. Cinematography's next? Okay. Yep. I played it kind of safe, I think. Uh, I'm not actually sure... I, I don't really... I kind of made my predictions very quickly and then didn't really look at it again, so... All mm-hmm. right. I have Mank as the easy favorite. Ugh. Right. I, I really hope it doesn't win. Uh, <laughs> I have Minari. Uh, oh, Nomadland. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The Five Bloods. And okay. Judas Whoa, and wow. the Black Messiah. Because I mm. don't want News of the World to get the nom. Yeah, me neither, but yeah. Yeah, okay, I have Nomadland, Mank, Tenet, uh, Ooh, right. News of the World, 
and Jerusalem Black Messiah. Honestly, news of the world, I don't want it to get it, but it's possible. I think it's very and possible. Looking at how it's going for Jews and the Black Messiah, I'm really hoping for this nomination. Yeah, because um, I mean, this is just a great. This is this is cinematography that's like emotionally driven. Like Mank is good. Yeah. But Judas and the Black Messiah is just. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Okay, cinematography. We got. Jews and the Black Messiah is Let's in. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. The, the good Academy job, loves it as much as I do. That's hype. Nice. We have Mank. Okay. News of the World. Damn. Damn. Uh, Nomadland. Okay. And The Trial of the Chicago 7. Wow. I didn't expect okay. that. Okay. So no Tenet and no Minari. Yeah, yeah, I got. Okay. I also got. I also got two wrong. I didn't. I thought to five bloods and Minari had a shot. Uh, yeah, more so to five bloods. I was kind of hopeful for Minari just because of that green bokeh. Oh, why do they hate the five bloods so much? I don't, I don't get know. it. Why? Why does everyone hate it? It's ah oh, okay. Well, uh, screenplay. We're going next? on to adapted screenplay. Okay. First things first. I'm thinking ending things. Should this, win. It should win. Then I have. But it's not going to get nominated. I, I also have even more hopeful thinking with First Cow. <laughs> Wait, you predicted First Cow and I'm thinking of ending yes. things? Yes. Indie Takeover. Oh my god. Neither of them are going to Ben is not get trying it. to get points here. He's no, just, I'm, he's of course not. Open. I'm thinking what I think is the best. Then I have yeah. some more easy ones. I have Ma Rainey's, One Night in Miami, and Nomadland. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. So I have, um, like, three that are actually going to get it, and then two hopeful ones. Yeah, okay. I have Nomadland, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, One Night in Miami. Honestly, I don't know about these now, that they didn't even get a picture nom. Um, yeah. But yeah, The Father and News of the World, which I I hope so much doesn't get a nomination. Wait, you said I'm thinking ending things? No, I didn't say I'm thinking of ending thing. It's not going to get a nomination, bro. It's going to. Watch. Read it. Okay. Here we go. Borat subs. What? Borat what? subsequent movie film? No! <laughs> no. Are you kidding me? That over I'm thinking of ending things. Oh. How? No. <laughs> what? No. Uh, well, you know what? If Borat got nominated over News of the World, that's fine. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> okay. The Father. I, I haven't seen it, we, so I don't we, know. we have to watch The Father now. We yeah. really have to watch it. Um, Nomadland. Okay. One Night in Miami. Yeah. And The White Tiger. Oh! What? Coming I, out of nowhere. I think... Bro, they snubbed Ma Rainey. I would have put Ma Rainey over one night. But The the White Tiger is actually a film I was going to watch, but then I was like, this isn't like going to win anything, so... Yeah. Wow, I mean, that's kind of a... that That's an interesting film. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So they, uh, no news of the world. Awesome. I love it. But um, Borat. Borat, out of nowhere. 
And no Ma Rainey. Like, guys, come on. Put Ma Rainey over one night in Miami. Has Ma Rainey um, got any noms yet? I don't think so. Chadwick, Bozeman, oh, and Viola. Oh, yeah, right. Dice. Right, right, right. Of course. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's move on to original screenplay. Well, no, I'm thinking anything's at the Oscars this year, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Original screenplay, I went very, very safe. I have Trial of the Chicago 7... Mm-hmm. Uh, Minari, Promising mm-hmm. Young Woman. Actually, yeah. I didn't go that safe because next I have Sound of Metal uh, and Judas and it the Black happen. Messiah. Which, ah, considering the fact that they were both Best Picture noms, I'm actually thinking I might have got those right it's now. It's possible, but yeah. also Mank was also a Best Picture nom and a Best Director nom. Yeah, okay, well, Mank's screenplay I thought yeah. was not yeah, the best. I know. Um, this is a more interesting category, uh, especially with Trial and Promising Young Woman kind of fighting it out right now, going back and forth with their wins. Yeah. But, uh, I got, uh, Trial of Chicago 7, Promising Young Woman, Minari, Mank, and Juice of the Black Messiah, Juice and the Black Messiah. Um, but yeah, if Sound of Metal gets in over Mank, I will be very happy about that. I mean, Sound of Metal is more likely than Judas, like, statistically speaking. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Okay, let's see. We got Judas and the Black Messiah is in. Let's go, dude. I I am loving this praise for Judas. Yeah. Um, Minari. Nice. Promising Young Woman. Okay. Sound of Metal is in! Let's go! Sound dude. of Metal is in! I am a, oh. I am a master predictor, dude. Oh. And then it's going to be trial, uh, right? Hey, you're gonna get a lot of points for that. That's a is it is it trial? Um, yeah, trial of Chicago Seven. So Mank. So got yeah, snubbed. no Mank. Good That's job, Oscars. Hype. You you did the right thing. You did it. Um, you, you gave me the points. That's so hype. I pr- I got five out of five there, and I like Let's made go. some bold predictions. Okay, we're moving on to best editing. Best editing. Mm. Okay. Uh, I actually I think I kind of. Had some weird ones. I don't really know, to be honest. I just kind of went with what I actually <laughs> thought. Uh, I have Nomadland. Yeah. Um, I have Trial of the Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. I have Mank. Mm-hmm. And then my two curveballs are Tenet and Sound of Metal. <laughs> yeah, I can see Tenet. It's possible. I don't uh, know about Sound of Sound Metal, of Metal is actually very possible. Sound yeah. of Metal tied for best editing at the Critics' Choice. It tied yeah. with Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah. Um, uh, so those are my five predictions. I honestly, if anything is going to get snubbed, I think it's actually going to be Tenet. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I have Trial of Chicago 7, Nomadland, Mank, Sound of Metal, and The Father. Um, okay. Yeah. See, I haven't okay. seen The Father, so I wasn't really Yeah, I haven't either, it, though. Because I don't know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see here. Okay, film editing. We have The Father. It's in. <laughs> okay. The Father is in. All right. Nomadland. Nice. Promising Young Woman. Ooh, that's interesting. Oh, actually, yeah. Promising that's... Young Woman for best editing? So okay. that means yeah, that sure. it's... that Yeah, Sound of Metal, definitely not going to get a nom. Because Trial and Mank kind of have to, I feel like. Mm, Mank doesn't have to. Yeah, Mank. They kind of are hating on Mank. And next up is Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal's oh, in. That's so Let's go. So Trial Let's is go. getting it, and Mank is being snubbed. 
Yeah, Travis Chicago 7. Yeah, Mank snubbed again. This Good is job, my, Oscars. You know why? Because yeah. Mank got so many noms at the Golden Globes. It was the most nominated film. Yeah. Like, this is so hype because I hate Mank. <laughs> or I don't hate it, but yeah, I love Sound of Metal way more. So I'm super excited right now. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Let's go Sound of Metal. You're doing really good. Really well. Really well, considering it, like, got nothing at the Golden Globes. Uh, okay, we're moving on to international uh, feature film. International? Okay. I've only seen two, uh, yeah. but I have another round. Uh, Quo Vadis Ida Collective, La Llorona, mm-hmm. La Llorona, yeah. and uh, Two of Us. As my yeah, five. I think this one is very predictable now since Thomas Vinterberg got a Best Director nomination. Oh, yeah. Um, another round yeah, is the Another round, choice. clearly going to win, which I'm very happy about. Um, Collective, La Llorona, Quo Vadis Ida, and Two of Us. Um, yeah, we have the same predictions. Uh, yeah, let's, I, let's see I what I secretly happens. hope Quo Vadis wins, but we'll see. We have another round. Yep. Better Days. Huh. Better Days, coming out of nowhere. Collective, The Man Who Sold His Skin. Oh, we're not doing too good on this. I we don't think Quo, Quo Vadis better get a nom, bro. And we got Quo Vadis Ida. Nice. Okay, so, yeah, I uh, mean, ya Your, La yeah. Llorona is like a Spanish horror film. So I don't... Yeah. I like nominated I predicted that because of uh, Golden Globe nomination. But, you know, sure. Sure. Quo Vadis got the nom. Uh, I'm happy. Another round got it. I don't really care about the rest, so... Or maybe okay, I should. That's, that to... sounds mean. <laughs> yeah, that does sound mean. Okay, animated feature film. Ben has seen none of them because... I haven't seen a single like one, but I'm still going to get five films. out of five. Uh, so, <laughs> I got I got Soul, obviously. I have Shaun the yep. Sheep, Farmageddon. Obvious what? choice. And, uh, and then I have Wolfwalkers, Onward, yeah. and Over the Moon. Haven't okay. seen any of them. I just saw Shaun the Sheep, and I was like... I Like, I saw that it was an option. I was like, let's go, Shaun the Sheep. <laughs> okay, I have Soul, obvious winner here. And then we got Wolfwalkers, Over the Moon, Onward, which was actually pretty good. And uh, The Croods, A New Age. I got The Croods, you know? Uh, um, fair enough. Let's see. Anime feature film. We got Onward, Over the Moon. What? Sean the Sheep got nominated. Let's go. No. Sean the Sheep. What? Sean the Sheep. How you are see? you gonna? Oh my god. How are you gonna nominate the Crudes over Sean the Sheep, bro? Because Sean the Sheep hasn't been nominated anywhere. <laughs> I'm what? a master at this. I'm so good. <laughs> oh my god. And then we got Soul. And Wolfwalkers. I perfect. I did perfect, and I haven't seen any of them. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next is anime short film. Ben and I really haven't seen any. I saw uh, If Anything Happens, I Love You, which I think is going to win. Yeah, it got the nom. Uh, I'll just read through them really quickly. We got Burrow, Genius Loki, Opera, Yes People, and If Anything Happens, I Love You. Um, I think that's the winner. So, yeah. Let's move on to music, uh, original song. Original, original song. song. Okay, here's what I got. I have 
fight for you from Judas and the Black Messiah. Easy yep. win, in my opinion. Well, actually, no, because mm. I think Speak okay. Now. Speak Now is going to win, but I hope Fight For You wins. Those are two. Uh-huh. And then Hear My Voice from Trial. Yeah. Uh, sure. Rain Song from Minari. It's a curveball, but I just I hadn't even ball. seen the other ones that were like getting noms because I haven't seen Soul. Uh, and then I have Turntables, All In, The Fight For Democracy. Haven't seen it, but I listened to the song and it's pretty good, so gave it the nom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I have Speak Now. Um, Low C, The Life Ahead from Scene. Um, mm-hmm. We have Fight For You, Juice and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice, Charles Chicago 7. And I have Huzavik from Eurovision Song Contest. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Respect. Let's see. let's see what happens. We got Fight For You, Juice and the Black Messiah. Nice. Hear My Voice, Trial of Chicago 7. Okay. Who's a big Eurovision Song Contest? <laughs> let's go. I haven't seen that. I, I don't know. I haven't either, but like, you know, sure. <laughs> That's the Will Ferrell movie. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we got Low C, The Life Ahead. And speak now, one nine Miami. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, are we gonna do like costume design and production design? Yeah, we are. Okay. Okay. Now we're going on to original score. Okay. Here are my picks. I've got mm-hmm. Tenet, uh, Mank, Minari, mm-hmm. The Midnight yeah. Sky, uh, and yes. Soul. Actually. Soul. Yeah. Just because yeah, it, well, it's soul, getting... Yeah, Soul's gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. I have Soul, Mank, Tenet, News of the World, and Minari. Damn. Minari, in my opinion, has the best score of well, the I year. Think, I think The Midnight Sky has the best score, and I feel like Tenet could definitely get snubbed here. Yeah, it The could. Midnight Sky it just could. had a very solid score, because Alexander is... Sure. Um, beast yeah um yeah okay let's see we got defy bloods really this is where you show your love for defy bloods what damn i didn't expect that at all okay what even was the score of that movie i don't even know okay um sure uh okay next we got mank minari yes Yes, nice. they give it to Minari. Um, News of the World. Yeah, okay. Whatever. Fine. And Soul. Damn, so, I no feel like Midnight, no I feel Midnight, like Midnight Sky. Sky got snubbed there. Midnight Sky had a really, really powerful score. That was, like, the main thing going for it. And I don't even remember, like, really what the score was for The Five Bloods. So. Yeah. I feel like that's a bit of a snub, but I honestly couldn't really care less about score. Uh Okay, well, best sound is next. Um, yeah. Sound of best metal sound. is sound obvious. Of metal's winning. Uh, then Big I have w. Tenet, mm-hmm. uh, Ma Rainey's, yep. Mank, and yep. then Curveball. I have Nomadland because I thought okay, the sound design wow. was really good in Nomadland. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. For me, I got Sound of Metal, Tenet, Mank, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, 
and News of the World. But if Nomadland gets in over News of the World, I will be happy. Yeah. Because I didn't like News of the World. Um, okay, best sound. Let's do it. We got Greyhound. What? Yeah, I was going to watch that, but I... I was... Yeah, I was going to watch that. It's, it seems okay. pretty good. Yeah, okay. Okay. We got Sound of Metal. Um, oh, yeah. Mank. Oh, I totally forgot. Greyhound's a war film. Of course it's going to get nominated. Oh. Yeah, it's like a... Huh. It's about... Uh, it's like a Navy war film about oh, yeah. World War Two. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Then we have News of the World uh, and um, Soul, uh, which I guess makes sense. Wait, so Sound of Metal Soul. got a nom, yes? Yeah, Sound of Metal got in. And so Mink? no Tenet. No yep, Tenet. got in. No yeah. Tenet. No Marines no Okay, Jeez, well, uh, that's interesting. You chose Soul over Ma Rainey. I mean, both are kind of similar in their sound design. So, yeah, fair okay, enough. Okay, uh, documentary. Ben and I haven't seen any of them. I thought Time was gonna win just because of the poster, though. <laughs> yeah, I think looking at it, I'm thinking Time is winning. Um, we got Time, My Octopus Teacher, The Mole Agent, Crib Camp, Crip Camp, and collective oh wow they snubbed um oh what's it called uh dick johnson is dead i haven't heard any of those but uh, dick johnson is dead was getting like listed as like the best film of 2020 in a lot of reviews so okay interesting yeah i think time's winning there uh documentary short subject i honestly haven't seen any of these we got colette a concerto is a conversation do not split hunger ward and a long a love song for latasha okay um so now we're moving on to makeup and hairstyling makeup and hairstyling this one should be pretty obvious uh ma rainey's definitely getting the nom then i have mank and hillbilly elegy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh and then i have pinocchio and birds of prey i haven't seen either of those but yeah, they seem like they would have good makeup and hairstyling. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I have Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Hillbilly Elegy, Mank, and then I have Emma mm-hmm. and Birds of Prey. Okay. Yeah, let's let's see, let's see. We got Emma in. Okay. Nice, good job. Hillbilly Elegy, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, and. Pinocchio. Huh. Okay, nice. so no, no birds, birds of, prey. of prey. Couldn't really I don't really care because I haven't seen it. Uh but Yeah, nice. Okay, okay. Uh costume design. Costume design. Alright. This one is also fairly obvious. Uh I have Ma Rainey's. Uh I have Mank. Yeah. Then I have News of the World, unfortunately. Uh I have Emma and I have Mulan. I have the exact same. Marini, nice. Mank, Emma, News of the World, and Mulan. Yeah. Hopefully we both let's, get five out of five. Let's see, let's see, let's see. We got Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Let's go. News of the World got snubbed. <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's hype. Go. That's hype. I will take any News of the World snubbing. Yes. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, let's move on to... Well, this one is live-action short film, which we, I don't think, have seen any. I haven't seen Read any. Read through them. Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, Two Distant Strangers, and White Eye. Next, production design. Okay, production design. Let's do it. Uh, Mank, uh, Ma Rainey's, Mulan, Tenet, and I have The Midnight Sky once again. I really hope it gets at least one nom, because I thought the, right. the production design was pretty good. Yeah, okay. I have Mank, Ma Rainey, News of the World, Mulan, and Tenet. Um, okay. Yeah, let's see. We got The Father. What? The I Father. I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the trailers I watched, though, it looked like just an apartment, but uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we have Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mank. News of the World is in. And um, Tenet. Okay, okay, so no Mulan. No Mulan, no Midnight Sky. And that's no Midnight that's Sky. fine. That's okay. Yep. Okay, visual effects. Visual effects. Uh, I have Tenet. Yeah. I have Tenet, The Midnight Sky, Mank, Mulan, and Soul. Yeah, okay, sure. I have Tenet, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, Mank, and I have uh, Welcome to Chechenia, a documentary. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Visual effects. Let's see it. We got yeah. Love and Monsters. Never heard of it. Never heard of that. What is that? Don't know. Love and Monsters. Okay. The Midnight Sky is in. Yay! There we go. One nom. <laughs> Mulan is in. Yep. The one and only Ivan. <laughs> That's so they're really yeah, gonna okay. snub Tenet from every category. No, you cannot snub Tenet for best visual effects. That would be a, a crime. What's the last one? Tenet. Okay. So no Mank. Okay, they snubbed Mank. Um, Mank actually had that. some decent visual effects, but yeah. I'm okay, okay. with that. Uh, is that yeah. it? That's it, right? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Okay, yeah, so those are the nominations. Um, okay, well, that pretty much wraps up our nomination prediction yeah. and reaction. Um, this will be part one of this series. We are I'll gonna be sure come to watch to all the obscure ones that got nominated that I haven't seen. We are going to watch The Father. The we White will make Tiger. Sure to watch, yeah, we'll watch all the ones that we haven't seen yet. Um, yeah, and shout out to Lakeith Stanfield for getting the nomination with zero predictions because everybody thought he was in the best actor category. Uh, yeah. <laughs> literally i'm um, looking online right now and everybody is outraged that he got nominated because they're like he's the lead actor he shouldn't be considered uh, i mean that's fair but he does share quite a bit of screen time with oh yeah daniel like, kaluuya I, I think he deserves it but everybody thinks that chadwick should have got the double nom uh, uh, yeah. i think lakeith gave an amazing performance uh and also everybody's talking about best picture uh, One Night and Ma Rainey's not getting it, and Sound of Metal and Judas getting it, which is, like, perfect hey, scenario for awesome. me. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, Ma Rainey and One Night were great films, uh, but they honestly, just I would prefer they Judas They won't have a long-lasting impact on me the way Sound yeah. of Metal and Judas I mean, Judas they're play have. films. They exactly. are play films. They're movies based off of play. Um, and... Although the only thing I don't understand is why did they just stop at eight this year? Usually they have ten, so why? Uh, they just, I mean, last year you know. they had nine. They've come. They kind of been adding 
one each year. Yeah. Uh, so why did they cut down to eight this year? Because I bet they just... you Ma Rainey and One Night would have been the other oh, two. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I really don't know. but Although, if they cut it down so News of the World wouldn't get in, you know? Respect. Hey. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, April 25th is the day of the ceremony, so we'll be coming to the you before in my a little birthday. over a month. Uh, we will be watching it live. We're hoping to actually watch it together and record that and Hopefully. then post that on our YouTube. We'll see Hopefully. what COVID allows. Yep. Um, uh, and that being said, yeah, we'll yeah. see you next Monday with I'm Thinking Ending Things, where we'll talk about why yes, it deserves yes, to get yes. nominated for every category this year. And why it is the best film of 2020. I'm very excited to rewatch it. Yeah. But thank you for listening. Thank you. Um, that was our little Oscar prediction nomination. And yeah, see you on Monday. Thank you for listening to Slightly Qualified Film Students. Make sure to tune in next week for a new film discussion and review. Our theme song is Slightly Sexy by Thompson Springs. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a like. Send us feedback and comments as well as your thoughts on the film. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at S underscore Q underscore F underscore S. If you would like to send us a question or a comment for next week's episode, you can email us at sqfilmstudents at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.